to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of, of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He has given them the power to become. He has given them the authority to become the hero of all time. This month we are remembering our heroes, the ones that have laid their lives down, they served. You know, Jesus Christ said uh, it's uh, more rewarding, it's more profitable to give rather than to receive. Everyone that matters in life, they are the givers. They say you can count your wealth in how much you have given out, not how much you have acquired or how much you have stored. So he said he has come to give us the power, the right to become the children of God. And because we know that God is the hero of all time, he wants us to be, to be his children. The child of a lion. What is a child of a lion? Oh, oh my goodness. What is the child of a lion? And the child of God? A child of God? Yes. Because in Psalm 82, he tells you, he says, Ye are gods. Praise the Lord. Because you are the children of the Most High. So you better start believing that this morning. So when they say somebody, you have the right to become, it just means you have potential. Simple. Because you have the ability to become something in the future. And you have the potential to think like God. You have the potential to, to think like him. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16 says, Who is it that instructs him that, yea, we have the mind of Christ? So he has given you the power to have his mind, to see like him. He wants us to see like him. He wants us to work like him. WWJD, what would Jesus do? God expects you to work like him. We heard last week that God is working in our lives. And they told us different levels of work. Not only does he want to work in your life, he wants you to work in this world. Jesus Christ said, my father worketh Ithato, and I work. So God wants you to work like him. He wants us to be like him. And that takes us to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. They say, God made man. He said, let us make man in our image. According to our likeness. The day our pastor gave the exposition on that, I was flabbergasted. He said, right, we have the image of God. But we are yet to become the likeness of God. And that's what we lost when Adam sold out. We lost that ability. So Jesus Christ showed up again in John chapter 1 and said, I want to give you that power. I want you to become a hero of all time. And that's what the Bible tells us. Jesus Christ himself tells us in John chapter 1 verse 12. So what are the characteristics of God that he has given us the potential for? What are those characteristics that he expects us to express? Number one is his holiness. Whether you believe it or not, you have the power to be holy. You have the ability to live a holy and righteous life. 
Because God cannot lie. He's a holy God. He said, as I am holy, everything that is good in God. He said, I desire that you be like that. He said, I want you to be the hero of all time. So he said in Leviticus chapter 14, verse 44, the Bible tells us in Psalms that once God has spoken, twice have I heard. When he repeats himself, you better be aware and you better believe even more. Leviticus 14, 44 and 45, he says that, he said, because I am holy, be he holy. 1920, Leviticus 2026, 20, Leviticus 21:8, Leviticus. In 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16, he said, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all conduct. How many conduct? In all conduct, in your thought, in the privacy of your room, at work, with your wife, with your children. He said, be holy in all your conduct. And in verse 16 of the same first Peter, he said, because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. So the writer, Peter, was uh, took us back to the Old Testament and say, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Because I know he, he knew that some of you would think, oh, uh, this sister, you're just reading from the Old Testament. So he gave it to you again that the expectation is still the same because we'll say we have grace. The grace of God is not for us to disgrace the kingdom. The grace of God is for us to be empowered, to be like him. Just like when they saw the disciples, they said they are Christians because they are like Christ. So God expects holiness from us. So what does holiness mean? Because that's a very big word. It's very, uh, it, uh, you know, I had problem understanding it. And if an average person is like me, I believe you have an, a, a problem understanding it. Because to me, holiness is like, you know, all those people that will judge you, you know, they know the right thing, and they're always very eager to say it. But no, that's not what the Bible says. And God has already spoken to us through the same passage this morning. And that takes us to Psalm chapter 1. He says, bless the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor in the counsel, uh, sorry, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of discomfort. I like the word that they use, sinners. Sin is sin. He said he did not pancake it. He did not cover it up. So he said, if you do not stand in the sin, in the sorry, in the counsel of the ungodly. So you're not seeking counsel. Who is your counselor? That's the way it starts. Who is your mentor? Is the person deriving his counsel from the word of God? You know, somebody makes you know a profound um, insight into the life of Job. In, uh, in um, Genesis chapter 13, they said Job pitched in his tent towards Sodom. He didn't go to Sodom at first. He just went towards Sodom. And by the time he found it, like walking in the counsel of the ungodly, by the time he found himself, he was right in the midst of God, Sodom. And he lost everything, if not for God. He actually lost a lot, even after Sodom. He, he became the first man to, uh, 
to commit incest. So do not joke with sin. Do not joke with sin. So holiness means do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly or stand. Don't pitch towards Sodom. Let them know what you stand for. Stand with God. That's what it means. Anything God says, do not do. It means don't do it. Anything God says, do. Strive to do it. The Bible says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He meditates day and night. So the person, uh, uh, to walk in holiness means you delight in God's word. You know that the commandment of God is not, uh, is not to restrain you, but it's for your safety. That's what holiness means in my own understanding. Praise the Lord. So what has God given us potential for number two? He has given you the potential to love. Everybody say love. love. And this love is not in word. The love is in action. Love is seen when somebody is unlovable and you love them anyway. Love is shown when somebody hurts you deeply and you take the time in your pain to pray for them. God said you have the ability to love. First John 4, 8. He said anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. John 13, 16. Jesus Christ said, there's only one commandment I want to give you, the 11th commandment. He said, by this will everyone, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I've loved you, that you also love one another. So in all situations, we still have to think, what would Jesus do? Praise God. So you have the ability to love. Tell yourself, I have the ability to love the unlovable. Because you want to be a hero of all time. The, the world expects somebody that will do not an average work. They want us to be exceptional. And that is one of the characteristics, uh, character of God. And what else do we have the potential to do? The Lord has put in you the potential to dominate. You have the potential to be in charge. To be in charge of your destiny. Because if you are on the side of God, you're going to be in, the, in charge of your destiny. You'll not be oppressed. You're not going to have a victim mentality. You're going to have a champion mentality. Look at, look, at, uh, look at Joseph. No circumstance controlling. He was in charge. They said he was in charge in Potiphar's house. He was in charge in prison. He was in charge in his mind. So God, you have that potential to dominate under that oppressive condition. Under that, you know, uh, uh, under that bad working condition. You have the power to dominate. And when God was, you know, issuing power, issuing power at, at creation, he didn't issue power to the man to dominate another man. He gave us the power to dominate circumstances. Even the weather, man has a little bit of power over that. That's the, that's, the, that's the power of God. Elements. See how man has adapted so much 
to the elements of the earth. That's what God wants us to do. So he's saying you have the power to dominate. You have the power to dominate in your marriage. I'm sure everybody's talking. The power to dominate means you have a powerful marriage. You have a marriage that can stand the test of time. You have a marriage that answers to God. He's giving you the power to dominate in your place of work. He's giving you the power to dominate in all circumstances. That means you bring down the glory and the counsel of God per time. Revelation 1.6 says, He has made us, He made us kings and priests unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. God wants you to dominate. You have the potential to dominate. But he said what? He said there are some people that qualify for that. And that's what uh, John chapter 1 verse 12 tells us. He said, for everyone that believes. So who are the people that qualify to be in the likeness of God? Not just in his image. Every human being on earth. Whether you like the way they look or not. They are in the image of God. But, but he said, there are some that qualify for everything we have mentioned before. He said, they are the ones that receive him. As many as received him. As many as, as takes him as what he proclaims to be. Jesus Christ is very, 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 very interested in his identity. That's why he asked his followers. Who do men say I am? He wants to know, what do you call me? Do you say I'm a powerless God? Do you have an alternative? Do you have a plan B in case I fail? Or do you say at the name of Jesus, every knee we bow and every tongue we confess? He wants to know, for as many as receive him as he say he is, the savior of the world, without exception, the way to God, the only way to God, not one of the many ways. Some Christians try to be polite and say, oh, you know, we're all going to heaven together. There is only one way. Everybody say one way to God. And that's Jesus Christ. Say, I am the way, the life, and the truth. He's the only begotten son of God. He is begotten because God tells us that he is his begotten. If anybody does not comprehend it, it does not make it a lie. Praise the Lord. Jesus is the only begotten son of God. Anyone that will have dominion in life, you have to live in the reality of this. You have to believe it. And is the first to be raised among the dead. The firstborn among the dead. He's not a great prophet. He's not just a brilliant teacher. And he's not one of the many ways. Jesus Christ is the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two, those who believe in his name. The Bible tells us in uh, Acts chapter 4, 12, it said, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. He said, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee we bow, every tongue confess, of things that in heaven, on earth, and underneath the earth. Everything bows to the name of Jesus. If you want to be in the likeness of God, you need to believe in this. You need to know this. If you want to be a hero of all time, 
you need to believe in the name of Jesus. And number three, those who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, not by natural birth. The Bible tells us in Revelation 5, 9, it says, And the sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open the seals. For you were slain, and you have redeemed us to our God by your blood out of every nation. It changes your identity. You are born again. When Nicodemus came to Jesus, he said, Do you mean I will go into my mother's womb? So he, want, he, he was going to repeat the same. He said, you already messed up, man. We want to do something new. It's not going back to you. It's not because you're a Nigerian. A lot of Kana Christian. It's not because you're a Congolese. When you start to divide and rule and say, and you see other believers through the, you know, the lens of their level of education, the, through the lens of the level of where they come from, you are not. You are not born of the blood. You are not born of the spirit. Because something will tell you inside that no, is your brother, is your sister. Praise the Lord. So for us to have a victorious life, we have to think. Human being can be human being, but that does not make as they are in the kingdom, they are your brothers and sisters. And whatever needs to be worked in their life, you can be part of that victory to help them see God. So there's no division. He said he has bought us with his blood out of every nation. You know, he disqualifies you by your nationality and he gives us another kingdom and another nationalities. Praise the Lord. Things that we need to reach our potentials, there are things that we need to do to reach our potential. Number one, we need time. Everybody say time. time. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes that time and season happen to them all. We are a work in progress. So we need time. You need time. Don't be in a hurry. It doesn't matter even if you have taken the wrong direction before. As much as you are walking in that direction. You remember the ark, the Noah's ark? They said as the cheetah dashed inside, the nail was coming behind. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to enter that ark. They said the God himself closed the ark. He's the only one that can close a door and no man can shut it. And as somebody said, said, that referee cannot blow the last whistle until you score the final goal of your destiny. So you need time. You allow the process of God in your life. Don't cut corners. If you want to be a hero, if you want to unleash that potential, you have to wait for, wait for that process. Some people are cheaters. It's okay. They will run ahead. Fine. But don't be in a hurry. Wait. Take your step. Be steady. In your journey, you know, walk with God. Learn about God. Sometimes in our journey as we're going, God is giving us the time. God is giving us the ability so that he's working in us, he's working our muscles for what lies ahead. So we need time. Number two, you need to be determined. You know you have the potential. 
you need to be determined that I need to unleash this. There is something in me, and I have the ability to uncover it, and it's only you that can uncover it through the mercy of God. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. is able and is faithful. He never fails. So that's what the Bible tells us. Hardship is our friend. He said, in all this, we are more than conqueror. You need to hold on with the tenacity of the bulldog. Say, I will not give in. I know what I have heard. I know what I have seen. Sometimes when, when God speaks, like Habakkuk, I said, I will stand upon my watch and I will see what the Lord will say. God is saying it, but I am seeing it. You need a clear vision. For, to unleash your potential. Because a, a lot of times, if you don't see it, you cannot imagine it. When you can imagine it, you are prompted towards what you have seen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So there is power in consistency. Be consistent. Be consistent. Just like those who go to the quarry and they will take their hammer, they will be, you know, hitting it like that. They'll be hitting it. But there's one stroke that will break it. You know what? The last stroke is not the most important. Every stroke is important. So be determined. And do not allow yourself to be moved out of course. Praise the Lord. Please, how many more minutes do I have? Praise the Lord. Be diligent. Be diligent. Diligence is the next thing that we need to be able to unleash our potentials. Uh, Proverbs 22:29. we all know it. Have you seen a man diligent in his business? Hallelujah. He will stand before king and not before me, amen. Have you seen a man diligent in his what? Business. I like the lay term that the Bible uses. In his business. Any kind of business. He said, be not, do not be slothful in business. Be fervent in spirit. That means any business at all. If you are a student, your business is what? Is to study. That's your full-time occupation. He said, to be diligent in business. Be diligent at all time. Be diligent at all time. That's what the Bible tells us. That's what we need to unleash our potentials. When you go to work, let them know. Stand out. As somebody said, when people are taking 30 minutes break, take 25. When everybody is leaving before time, stay a little bit behind. God wants you to stand out. He wants us. That's what those heroes did. They did something. They went, you know, they take, they went extra mile. They did more than average. They said average is what is expected. But when you, when you go beyond average, that's what they call excellence. When you just put a little, bit, a little bit more into it, that is what is called excellence. We need, we have the ability, we have the grace, we have the power 
to be a hero of all time. Let's rise up as we remember our heroes. But before we, before we call, I mean, and before we pray, we'll sing this song. There is a race I must run. There are victories to be won. There is a race I must run. There are victories to be won. Give me power. You need power this morning. Every hour to be true. There is a race you must run. There are victories to be won. There is a race I must run. There are victories to be won. Oh, give me power, Lord, every hour to be true. You know, Shakespeare said, unto yourself, be true. You want to search yourself. A few weeks ago, we heard about taking audit. You want to take audit of your life. In what ways am I clogging my potentials? There is a race to be run. The journey to being like God. He said, we all, with an open face, will behold him. And we are changed into the same image. From glory unto glory. That's what God wants you to attain. But it's a race. There's a race that is set before us that we need to run diligently. We need to run patiently. We need to run with determination. You want to say, Lord... I want to win this race. Teach my hands to work. Teach my fingers to fight. Teach my hands to work. I know you have laid great potentials in me. Father, Lord God Almighty, help me to fulfill my potential. Are you here this morning? And you want to rededicate your life? Or are you here? You're hearing me. You're listening to me. Those who are at home or you are connected to us somewhere in the world today, and you want to say, Lord, I have not known you like this. I did not receive you for what you are. I still think you are one of the many ways. Or I do not even think I have not heard about Christ at all. I want to say, I want you. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You want to say with me this morning, come and lead me. Be the Lord of my life. I want to receive you into my life. They say, as many as receive him, as many as believe him, I want to believe you. I believe you this morning. Please be the Lord of my life. I've come to rededicate my life unto you. Now I believe that Jesus, that name is the only name that's given unto men. To us to be saved, there is no other way. You want to pray this morning. And let the heaven hear your voice. And now you can pray with us if you pray that prayer. That I know that I have great potential in me, Lord. I know you have deposited great potentials in me. Lord, help me, Lord, 
to fulfill your purpose. Help me to uncover my potential. Help me to uncover my potential. Help me to uncover my potential. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to uncover my potential. I want to be a hero of all time. I want to be a hero of the kingdom. Not just on earth. And nobody knows where I'm going. I want to be a hero in your kingdom. Oh Lord, I want to be a...